0: snowflake tumbles precipitously from the sky, downward, fluttering. Will it melt and splatter on the ground, or stay frozen and alight softly and accumulate with its kin? Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. November can be quite bleak. With most of the colorful leaves fallen from deciduous trees, We are left with a gray-brown landscape punctuated by the bright white trunks of paper birches and the welcome green of pine trees and their relatives. Rather than the gentle rustle of leaves in the breeze, we hear the more menacing clack and clatter of bare branches colliding. While it may feel like we year-rounders have been abandoned by the migrating birds, lush foliage, and fair-weather visitors right about now, There is one friendly neighbor cruising the forest floor that is much more likely to be spotted now than at any other time of the year. Daddy longlegs. Contrary to popular belief, daddy longlegs are not spiders. Like spiders and ticks, they are arachnids, but they are in a separate group from spiders. Daddy longlegs are types of harvest men. Which are visually distinct from spiders due to their bodies appearing to be one oval, not segmented like spider bodies. Harvestmen also have two eyes, rather than eight. There are many species of harvestmen that are commonly called daddy long legs, but they all have that distinctive oval body with long, almost thread like legs that first point up away from the body, then out, then down giving them quite a wide and bouncy stature. They may be called harvest men because they are most commonly seen in the fall during the harvest. In addition to the common misconception that daddy longlegs are spiders, there is another myth about daddy longlegs that has become quite pervasive. Has anyone ever told you that daddy longlegs are the most venomous spider in the world, but their mouths are too small to bite us so they can't hurt us? Well, daddy-long-legs are neither spiders nor are they venomous. The only piece of truth in that myth is that they can't bite us. So now you're prepared to bust that daddy-long-leg venom myth whenever you hear it. One actual daddy-long-legs adaptation that is even more remarkable than that venom myth is their ability to self-amputate. If the leg of a daddy-long-legs is caught by a would-be predator, the daddy-long-legs releases its entire leg. An amputated leg will continue to twitch, sometimes for up to an hour, allowing the harvestman to run away while the predator is distracted by the twitching leg. However, harvestmen cannot regenerate their legs. Life gets harder for them the fewer legs they have. In fact, their second pair of legs is particularly important for them as it helps them smell, breathe, and capture tiny prey like insects. So if November's got you down, now is a perfect time to go looking for daddy longlegs. I'm sure you've stumbled across these decomposers before, but have you ever actually gone looking for them? You'll have to think like a daddy longlegs to succeed. Where would their mottled brown and gray bodies help them stay camouflaged and elude predators? Where might they find decomposing organic matter for lunch? If you find one, can you calculate its speed and heading? Can you get close enough to see each of its eyes? Even in the bleakest times, there are always friendly little worlds to offer a sense of welcoming community. Sometimes you just have to seek it out. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting and more by visiting archives.weru.org. If you successfully find a Daddy longlegs, we'd love to hear about it you can send us an email through our blog. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.